Hey everyone, good news. I have no sermon this week. All right, I do have a couple of thoughts I'd like to share with you though. So if you have one minute, all right, well, realistically, maybe a couple, but I promise this will be short. So in our gospel for today, Jesus picks up where we left off last week and actually where we have left off the last couple of weeks. It's the last week of Jesus's life and one group after another keeps coming to Jesus to test him and question him and try to trap him. And here he is with yet again, another encounter with the Pharisees who, while he commends their teaching, you know, he also advises and, and tells those around him to not do as they do. And he ends by lifting up the importance of being a servant and being humble. Here's the thing, though. Jesus knew it wasn't going to be much longer. He's really down to days and hours at this point before the cross is going to be the burden that he has to carry. So why is it that Jesus chooses to be where he is? Why doesn't Jesus just leave to escape these crowds, these groups of people to find a quiet place for himself? Or maybe gather with his disciples somewhere to take a few more questions from them to try and explain a few more things, impart a few more things. Why doesn't Jesus just have one more opportunity to break bread with all of the thousands of people who have been following him. Why? Why is there so much attention on all of these groups who don't really see who Jesus is, who don't really understand what his mission is, what his purpose in living and his teaching really is all about. You know, a mother once shared with me about the challenges of raising a son who had special needs, who had needs that were unlike others his age. Every day brought numerous ups and downs, emotions that went from crying one minute to yelling the next minute. And depending on the time of the day, the child would refuse or deny or simply argue about anything that this mom tried to do in order to help her son, tried to point out to him in a gentle manner, and even said in conversation. And it took her a long, long time before she finally became aware that whatever his response was, it wasn't about her. It was simply where he was at in that moment and in the safety of his mother's love. And it helped her in those really difficult moments throughout the day for the mom to be able to simply look at her son and see him as who he was, her son. Her son, who she loved. Her son, who beyond the anger, 
beyond the frustration, beyond the arguing, was a little boy who was full of life, full of energy, full of questions, always thinking, and surprisingly was also a rule follower. He was her little boy and there wasn't anything that she wouldn't do for him. But as he grew, with all of the many emotions and thoughts constantly swirling throughout his mind. And over the years, his anxieties just began to increase about who he was. So much so that he lost perspective about his identity, about his worth, his value, his importance. Unable to see that his worth and his identity wasn't dependent on the grades he got in school. It wasn't dependent on how much he could remember from day to day or of how well he could turn his assignments in on time. Who he was was a child who was loved. Who he was was special and unique, unlike anyone else with lots of ways that his humanness came out every single day, but with lots of other ways that as he grew, the light of Christ within him shined brightly. Even at the very end of Matthew's gospel, even at the very end of Jesus's life, Jesus never gave up. Never stop trying to teach or trying to reach out to help others to see what God had long since realized. That on our own, none of us have a chance. No matter how well we know the law of Moses, we are going to get tripped up in life. We're going to put burdens on one another, even when we have no intention to do so. We are going to have phylacteries, these little boxes on our heads that Jewish men would wear in Jesus's day that was a reminder to them in times of prayer of that law of Moses. We're going to have them way too broad. We're going to have educational degrees on our walls. We're going to lift up our, our experiences in life, our titles, especially when we don't feel so confident, when we don't feel as if we have all of the answers. And we are going to ramble on much too long in our prayers. Oh wait, well, at least I'm gonna do all of those things. I don't know about you. But then Jesus, Jesus comes into our world. Jesus comes into our lives to help us to know what God has already long since recognized. You, you are a child. You are one of the saints, a holy one of God. That's what the term saint really means. It is someone who has been set apart for a special purpose of God. And you are saints here and now in this life, not because you have the law of Moses all figured out, all completely able 
to be lived out. But because of who you are, a child of God, one that is needed and called upon to be who you are and to be the gift of who you are in the way that so, so many others have too. All the saints who have gone before us, all the saints who we remember this day, of whose love and impact we hold on to, all of the saints who now dwell in the fullness of who they are, in the light of God's eternal presence, and of whom we say, thanks be to God.